0: On this episode of The Last King podcast, we are sticking with the horror theme, and we've got Overlord and Apostle waiting for you. Hello, and welcome once again to The Last King podcast. And I have two very silent people not talking. Hello! No, waiting oh, yes. for the the opening gag.
1: <laughs> yeah. What was the opening gag?
0: The opening gag is you stepping over everything I tried to say. And for the first time ever, we don't, huh? Yeah, Actually, yeah. no, this has been the we, third time we've re- not stepped over. It's
2: been replaced with an awkward silence. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's much worse when you think about it.
1: And speaking of awkward, who's uh, on, the, on the mics today? <laughs>
2: Mr. Toffee! <laughs> Master of unlocking. Okay. Alright. Sorry, I and... just want to get the whole Resident Evil thing out since, you know, it's... Having and a week,
0: so. I am... Doubting Eccentric Tom
1: And I am Detective Shafiq
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very disparate uh, Theme here going on yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Before we start with the horror goodness That is the Apostle and Overlord Let's talk about some things that happened as of late Maybe we'll start with something a bit light and fluffy, like have you guys seen the detective Pikachu? I thought you trailer were gonna talk up?
1: about like the death of Stanley. That's not light <laughs> and fluffy <laughs> at all. No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the complete opposite. Yeah, I'm you pretty know? sure
1: he was light as a feather when they lowered him into his casket. Oh
0: my god. I'm not sure he's really in his casket down. yet. They're still probably bombing really? him. Yeah.
1: no they're, pro- they're still using him for scenes in like future Marvel <laughs> movies because he needs to make his like his cameo. doing
0: a
2: week in <laughs> yeah, the bernies yeah because CGI is a bit too disrespectful make clones instead
1: speaking of disrespectful okay rest in peace dear Stanley here. may yeah. your uh, contributions be forever remembered thank you so much for everything you've done for us
0: yes thank you thank you yes thank you for bringing us the X-Men and helping make Marvel Comics the Joker know that it was that it wasn't and it has become again
1: and thank you for selling to Disney, so now we have Marvel movies, and we have something to talk about forever. Yeah, and thank you for basically ever.
0: giving us our podcast.
1: Well, we, we don't talk about Marvel movies that often anymore. So,
0: yeah, only um, 50% of uh, episodes. Hey, did
1: you see Infinity War? By the <laughs> way. So yeah, Detective Pikachu, speaking of something that came Horrifying. Out, <laughs> horrifying. Yes.
2: Uh, did you 60... check out that fur on that Char Charizard? Oh my, yeah. that's...
0: A furry charizard? Yes. I never, yes. I never, a look, I never thought a of him a furry. You yeah. know what I
1: mean? I always thought of him as like probably scaly, not even scaly, like like an amphibian, like you know. What also I mean? like a, that weird oily. Like scaly. a reptile, a uh, reptile, yeah. slimy, right? You know what I mean? Just like exactly. a very smooth dragon. That's what I always thought of yeah. him I to mean, be. Yeah. Not is, scaly, but that
0: Mr. Mime is going to haunt my dreams for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
2: Mr. Mime makes an appearance as a mime, of course. It's <laughs> probably
0: the best uh, scene in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Where he mimes, he can go shove it to uh, Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Yeah, yeah what do you guys think of that
2: anyway? Yeah, the funny I voice don't and
0: everything. I hate it, but then again, I've never been a fan of Pokemon.
1: You know what? I've already, I already know the complaints. I can already imagine how Japan is reacting to this right now. They're probably but laughing again, their ass off. <laughs> I don't think they're laughing their ass off. I think they're more or less thinking like, yeah, America, you just don't get it, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean... If, as we can safely say for a lot of the Hollywood versions of uh, Glorious anime, mm-hmm. I mean, one only has to look at uh, Dragon Ball Evolution to see <laughs> what great strides they've made. Or yeah.
0: Ghost in the Shell.
1: Or Ghost in the Shell.
0: For more recent affront to humanity. There you go. So,
1: yeah, Det- Detective Pikachu's gonna be a thing. Nobody asked for it, and here it is.
0: I mean, it... I'm the curious, didn't to be honest. Me with yeah. rage. It might be just inoffensive, and that's probably the most we can hope for.
1: Well, yeah, I yeah. am a Pokemon fan, I am kind of offended.
2: <laughs> okay. well, I kind of like, I mean, I do like the what's that Pokemon yellow and uh, gold silver, but at the same time, eh, I'm I'm kind of open-minded about this. We'll You're see where this Wonder Brothers thing go. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Ryan Reynolds th- could do something. I mean, obviously, he's going to pull off his Deadpool PG mm. shtick, I guess. I mean, with the, I mean he, does, he does a lot of romance comedies and all that, so... Are
1: you trying to say that there's possibly going to be a hard R version of Detective Pikachu? <laughs> I
0: hope not! I, I hope would not. definitely be on board for this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu dropping F-bombs, that would be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Really <laughs> he can, he can channel sections. Michael Chiklis or uh, Dean Norris from those two shows, yeah. What shows? Uh, what's that? The first one is The Shield and the second one is uh, Breaking Bad.
1: Look at you reach all the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> How'd you get from Detective Pikachu to Breaking Bad and The Shield?
2: I don't know, cops, I guess. <laughs> cops, and I detectives. I don't know, cops. I guess,
1: <laughs> is that all we're gonna talk about? No, well, we're not gonna be talking about Detective naked, Pikachu. The hat, so. Well, it
0: is
2: a horror episode, so.
0: <laughs> and speaking of horror, I think we've dawded uh, enough. Let's get into the first movie.
2: All right, all right. So Netflix released a Gareth Evans directed and written film called Apostle, which is basically channeling 70s British horror films. Okay, maybe just one lah, The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man, yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, it's about a uh, disciple. I mean, a, is he a former Christian or born-again f- guy? Or? No, he's, he's a, a former, former priest. priest. A former priest who has to go to this Who's island. Who's lost to... his
1: faith and then needs to rescue his uh, sister. sister. Yeah. And ooh, hilarity ensues. Quote-unquote <laughs> 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 quote, hilarity, yeah. Quote-unquote hilarity ensues. I mean, you know, there was what...
0: some inadvertently hilarious moments in a movie
1: i giggled here and there definitely okay i mean
0: let's talk about the tone and everything
2: i'll ask you Shafiq, since you're a big horror fan from sure you know back in the day and all that
1: back in the day still
2: yeah back in the day still (laughs) yes now i gotta ask
1: like like i was an ex-horror fan fan. (laughs) like huh no i didn't get over it i still love it okay okay
2: now
0: especially as a fan of horror mm -hmm. sorry hammer horror yeah, like, well, how, right? how do you feel this, uh... how do you
2: feel about this film as a whole like you think you get tried harder or you like it the way it is
1: Okay, if you're going to do just an overall uh, general consensus thing, I would say he does try to show off like Okay, you know what? I'm really influenced by the likes of Terrence Fisher and what they did with the Hammer horror films, especially in the way the characters speak and the way I would say the framing, especially, mm. where you know, there's lovely shots of uh, the surrounding forestage. There's lovely shots of the village, and like I also like those cutaways where you just see random villagers just going about their day. Yeah, and I guess like I think he did a very good job of kind of uh, establishing the world that we're set that it's set in, and I think also I never thought of him as a actor-director like he is more of of an action director yeah whereas like previous efforts would be definitely I mean we have to bring up the fact that this is the man who gave us the raid and the raid 2 the glorious raid yes yeah you know the, the duology that's yet to be uh capped off with a, a third movie that we're all kind of expecting and hoping yeah, for people
0: are saying oh Night Comes for Us is technically a third uh, nah, movie. no nah, it's, not. it's not
1: I don't think so but um, I mean he did uh, dip his toe into horror when he contributed to VHS 2 he did one of the segments which I enjoyed a lot some of the best POV horror around
0: I haven't seen VHS so I'm taking it yeah you
1: <laughs> okay that pure terrifying here I see Gareth Evans basically I mean Paying homage To something like The Wicker Man Definitely It's right there But also at the same time I see him more as Trying something new And seeing what else He's capable of Because this to me Feels like a director Who didn't want to be Like a uh, typecast As like you know I'm, I'm the guy who does All those brutal Silat movies Yeah And like I want to do Something that's a little Bit more toned down I would like, say. Out, like out
2: of his Comfort zone in a way Right Well no
0: yeah. I wouldn't say comfort zone Because he has done Horror before It might also be that maybe he wants to show some love for his native home i would say but, but why i mentioned that i didn't really expect him
1: to be a decent actor director is because he manages to guide some of the some of the, some pretty exceptional performances yeah i would say like michael sheen does deliver yeah absolutely yeah, he's father
2: welcome in the show
0: right yeah, yeah
1: and the right-hand man uh mark lewis jones playing quinn playing quinn okay. He was
0: born in the most unpronounceable uh, welsh village i've seen <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's like, that? The
2: transformation for Quinn is actually very go-go. interesting too. Like from oh okay <laughs> second second hand guy to like just usurping you know being the usurper of sorts. Kinda yeah.
1: and also um and the lead actually uh pretty Dan Stevens yeah Dan Stevens uh, I liked his arc basically you know where I mean it is in a small way a, he does have a small uh redemption arc yeah it's literally about a guy who's lost his faith and kind of needs to I don't know find his faith in a way He's, But
0: I'm kind of seeing a Stephen Maturin vibe
1: yeah 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 I see that too uh, but you know it's a simple story about a man on a mission and hilarity ensues yeah. I guess I mean yeah. we don't want to try and spoil anything even though this has been out on Netflix for about like, I a think month it was right uh,
2: yeah October 21st I believe Yeah. Wow.
0: so I think we, it's safe to say that it's worth watching this if you are a fan of horror yeah. because you already have a Netflix most likely it'll cost you nothing apart from just over two hours of your time however I think we can all agree that we were expecting slightly more from someone yeah, who definitely. has delivered some truly amazing films
1: I mean amazing action films but not
2: so much in the horror specter I mean not in the horror sector of yeah, like the, the horror f- specter a yeah, full
1: okay. <laughs> puns intended uh, but he does keep in line with I think he has a vision that he wanted to set out to do and I think he pulled it off and I think the reason why we have a little bit of a tepid kind of lukewarm response is basically maybe because we are like you know biasing against what he's done previously
0: I think we came in with very high standards in this movie
1: you know but also at the same time I think I mean overall I would say not an exceptional job but I mean he did I would, I would say it's satisfactory I would say whatever he intended to do I see his intention and I think he did a good job overall
0: yeah I mean I mean this is gonna be kind of boring to say but it's technically very proficient mm-hmm. but you kind of feel like there's some some kind of like uh, chemical X missing
1: I mean if you want to do I mean if we are comparing it to his previous works right I mean there's a very um, kinetic and a very visceral kind of Gut punch that you get when you watch something like the raid. Yeah, and if you're expecting that in this movie, it doesn't happen at all. Well,
2: it kind of happens when the when the second half of the film, when you know, shit hits the fan. I mean, yeah, I mean,
1: there's definitely a ramp up, but I would say more or less, it's he doesn't want to, like, basically, you know, do a barrage on the senses with like you know all this action and violence. But what he wants to do is like, as a filmmaker, try to set a scene. Try to create a world. He's and... layering the atmosphere. Yeah, definitely. He's he's building a universe, right, with with his movie. And I thought, you know, it was a, it was very exceptionally well done.
0: Yeah, and you know, as someone who has been to Wales, he definitely captured that kind of uh, feeling for sure. Is it set in Wales? Yeah, I mean, like you know, one of
2: the offskirts island Offskirts, right? Of sort like, of, <laughs> <one> of <small, laughs> outskirts. Outskirts. <one laughs> <of, laughs> it's
0: like one of those smaller islands off the coast of Wales. Okay, but uh, yeah. Well, you can hear it in the... Uh, Michael Sheen is just being him. That's his real ac- real uh, accent.
1: If you want to get something very Welsh, you should have gotten like Rob Brydon. To play no, like, the could, town crier. I could and not Rob have Brydon. taken this movie seriously <laughs> if Rob Brydon was in this. What you call a sheep tied to a post? Leisure centre.
0: <laughs> we are gathered here <laughs> for purification. <laughs> I'm very sorry every Welsh person who listens here no, nah, nah, keep going on. is it? Yeah, you can say it. You're yeah. English. Yeah, no, that's why I'm not allowed to say it. <laughs> I will be literally lynched once I go to Gog territory.
1: How do they spell this again? L-W-Y-N-C-K-X-H-D, right? Uh,
0: like, uh, if, uh, if, you can, if you only have five Ls, that's too little. You at add another five. <laughs> and there's an
1: A-I-O and it's pronounced shh. <laughs> like, okay. No sure. seriously,
0: the Welsh language is bloody difficult.
1: And totally pointless, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Unless you're yeah. Welsh. <laughs> yes.
0: You know, actually, there's some people in Wales who can only speak Welsh. Some don't speak English. Really? Yeah, like some... Welsh speak... is a
1: language. It is an official language. Kind of like Gaelic in Ireland.
0: It's uh, its own thing. It's older than English, actually.
1: Older than English? Yeah.
0: Mm. Although they have the best word for microwave. Which is? ping. <laughs> okay, I like that it's name It's the sound it makes when uh, the thing is finished. Poppertyping. Oh, okay. Pop-ity. Yeah interesting that's why I love old languages when they come up with like weird ways to say new words
1: the more you know Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: so let's go back around the table how about you Mr. Duffy? what are your thoughts on uh, Apostle
0: I
2: like Apostle a lot I mean I won't say a lot sorry let me rephrase that again I liked it for what it's trying to do what Gareth Evans is trying to do like pay mm-hmm. homage to the wicker man but at the same time I kind of wish that the second act was... I'm sorry, the third act, like the last half of the film was a bit more escalated. And don't get me wrong, the way he builds dread, like the uneasiness, the weirdness of the island itself with the inhabitants and the preachers, that worked out well. And I actually appreciated the flashback that Thomas had to go through when he was trying to teach Christianity to the Chinese, right? That, That flashback?
0: Yeah, I think that was a reference to the Boxer Rebellion. Yeah, the
2: Boxer Rebellion, thank you. Yes, yes, that was actually well done in a sense, but... Yeah. At the same time, I, he's just reiterating, but not so much like, hey, I'm just going to go beyond and subvert all your expectations. Our expectations are basically checked out, per se.
0: Really? In what sense?
2: I mean, like, if you expect this to happen. You expect... Nothing
0: really surprises, I think, is why Not what really. To yeah, say. it didn't really surprise
2: yeah. me so much. I mean, I expected gore, and I, we did get quite a bit of that. Not, not too much it, yeah. gore. Not too much gore, but, yeah, you know. I think the enough. only
0: thing that didn't really, like, surprise me, but more. Left of me with a few questions was the ending, which I'm not going to spoil, mm-hmm. but I kind of feel like it's open to interpretation, which, okay, yeah, fine, sure, do that if you want, but it's kind of like, maybe... Shall t- we go into spoilers in no, this question? No, 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 I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm just going to say, like, mm-hmm. if you're going to do this kind of movie, take a creative uh, leap of faith and say, expressing what you're trying to say with that ending, rather than, you know... Kind of leaving it slightly is open.
1: It, is it? I mean, I didn't see any ambiguity at all in the ending. It was pretty obvious, actually. It was pretty much like, especially once um, what's the Dan Stevens character called again? The, Thomas. Le- the lead. Thomas. Thomas. Once Thomas like interacts with the goddess. I hope that's not spoiling too much. When he meets her, and yeah. then she literally says, "But my son, you have finally arrived." Yeah. And then like you know, sticks her fingers in him. And I was like That sounds
0: great out of context Yeah, it sounds very great out of context
1: But that that literally explains the ending to me Okay, yeah, I mean So it's like, okay, so I mean, the torch has been passed
2: Yeah, the torch has been passed
1: And that's why I say it's like Kind of uh, a movie about a man Trying to rediscover his faith Because now then He becomes the next, you know, deity Who is gonna bring life back To said place they are in it's very hard to talk about this movie without spoiling it i'm sorry guys <laughs> nah
0: i mean let's not get too bogged down into details we'll talk about more like broad themes well, Broad themes. yeah he
2: rediscovers I mean... his faith by being part of faith or you know the faith the one that creates the faith. yeah i mean place. like allegorically
0: it's quite on the nose this movie like it doesn't not this definitely not subtle that's for sure <laughs> no yeah, I agree. I mean, basically,
1: you know, cult of personality when somebody is given too much power and if, you, if you're if you able to brainwash a certain amount of people to just take your will as, the, you know, the will of law or whatever, then like, yeah, of course, uh, absolute power corrupts.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, as, as that phrase goes. But it also shows the converse to that, which is where if the charismatic leader stops being able to deliver, mm. that their full form grace can be really spectacular. Yeah. And, you know, someone who you could think is your closest ally can just, you know... Can
2: just usurp you and you almost notice.
0: Yeah. And uh, the catalyst for that uh, usurpation, I think, was quite well executed.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, basically, you just need one crazy person to ruin it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> because then, like, I mean, it's also a parable on extremism when it comes to, like, a lot of organised religion. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's basically, you know, if... I mean when it starts out with good intentions all is fine but you know you just need one crazy person to just ruin it for everybody
0: well hey another quote the road to hell is paper good intentions
1: yes yes it is so I've got nothing but good intentions on my way there
0: uh, absolutely
1: <laughs> so like let's talk about the scares I guess since this is kind of a horror movie
0: yeah I mean I would not say that many scares per se but there's definitely shocking imagery the kind of thing which is more ma- meant to make you feel uneasy and uncomfortable yeah and there are one or two moments which definitely meet that and then some nice.
2: mostly in the second half i mean yeah, the I first part a, was i have a fairly
0: up. high tolerance for gore okay because you know i was a teenager with the internet here so nothing really shocks me anymore sure but there were some moments where i actually had to look away from the screen slightly because i was like this is getting a bit too intense for me like which one? uh when we get to the mincer okay yeah yeah that was kind of where i was like this is almost too much for me you don't watch enough soul movies though. Oh, the saw really. is definitely
2: way over the top. That yeah. Says, yeah. So I mean, but it's this one's very... actually fine. This is actually fine.
1: Like... I guess so. I mean, like the mincer scene, especially to me, felt like, yeah, you you need an action beat right here. So there you go.
0: Yeah, I think I think because it was a little bit more grounded than say the curb stomp in Halloween, which was definitely gorier, but yeah, but it that was just had so a obscene.
1: very. I would say that was more like fan service. It was kind of yeah. slapsticky as well.
0: It, it was, it, that was designed. Props was the sound make... design as well, too. Oh, yeah. Nice little sound.
1: It's definitely some folio artist with a cabbage and a baseball bat <laughs> <Yes>. somewhere <laughs> you know, having a nice. hell of a time. <laughs> yeah. But I would say, like, you know, when it comes to something like Apostle, I mean, yeah, I guess this is definitely Gareth Evans trying to, I wouldn't say prove a point, but say, like, okay, I'm not a one note director. I can kind of do other things. And yeah. he's done horror and. I think he just basically wanted to try something where it was an opportunity for him to work with actors rather than just set up action scenes and then link them together with some sort of narrative. And, I mean, that's what I want to really kind of bring up again is the fact that, you know, he manages to get some pretty stellar performances.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people talk about how Michael Sheen was amazing and the guy by Quinn was also fantastic, but I have to say Dan Stevens has taken me by surprise. He's been more than I expected for the last couple of years. And, you know, for the first 40 minutes of uh, the movie, I think... He forgot that he wasn't meant to be Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Because <laughs> yes. he was being an intense dude. Although, you know, maybe that's just what you like when you're coming off heroin.
2: Yeah. I mean, but, but, but still, but still, regardless of that, good job. Good job with the absolutely. name.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: and there's one really interesting thing you mentioned, the both of you. Like, you guys mentioned before we start this podcast that... The sound itself, the sound design for this movie kind of feels like a mix between western and eastern horror films like maybe you guys can elaborate a little bit yeah on he that. definitely
0: took a page out of japanese horror and paid a lot of attention to the marrying of the soundtrack and you know just the natural sound of the world and kind of like meshing them together in a way which always kept you on edge in the right way
1: yeah i agree uh, but i would say i mean it does feel like a hammer horror film where you know you hear a lot of wind you hear a lot of like uh creaking a lot of like you know trees and like wood rustling and it like it just intensifies like that, that claustrophobic loneliness that there could be something out there what's making those noises
0: yeah also wood at, creaking is really horrifying especially in a big house in the dark <laughs> and well in this case it's
2: like a bunch of villages and you know the interiors of the church and you know like the second half of the film especially yeah. I mean it's I like
1: think of it as this way this is him doing a period piece mm-hmm. and pulling it off very well I mean costume design I mean just you know the way people spoke it did feel like a world that could probably exist yeah you know what I mean so the immersion is totally there
0: it's a very interesting period of time to choose because the film is set in 1905 which is not really a period of time anyone talks about in great detail Did
1: anything specific happen around it uh,
0: it's four years after the death of Victoria okay and it's you know about ten years before World War one so it's like it's that weird period in British history where when no one talks a lot about what happens because it doesn't have you know the pomp and splendor of you know Victorian Britain and not you know the tragedy that is the First World War it's kind of like you know the forgotten decade almost
1: so it's set after the First World War before the First World War just before okay yeah. I see like before be- man okay B- before mustard gas there was a crazy religious people in Wales <laughs> oh yeah so I mean then okay you want to talk about the gore
0: uh I mean there was definitely parts which were satisfying like uh the guy who got shish kebabs was um,
1: shish kebab, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kebab
0: that was quite nice
1: okay what about um, you Mr Toffee
2: uh, I'll have to go to let's see meat grinder bit oh, meat grinder
1: bit yeah well yeah I mean I'm kind of in accordance with Tom I enjoyed the uh, the lobotomy scene uh, oh yes. yeah the lobotomy <laughs> scene was fantastic <laughs> you know and especially with the taint of like you know basically uh, Quinn calling everybody it's time for the purification and then it's like so that's what he's talking about.
0: And thing is, like, it's even more. Well, I mean, kind of heart wrenching because of the setup for this purification. Yeah. Like the build up to it, because it's just such an unfair thing to happen. Yeah. yeah. And you just feel nothing but you know sorrow for the person who's suffering it. And you know, I don't want to say much more without getting to spoil spoiler territory.
1: Well, so I mean, we could wrap this up I right now. So. Is there anything so. else I you mean, guys want to add?
2: As serviceable
0: as, as can get, or
2: you know, just like again. An homage, a, a way to pay homage to Wicker Man and similar films of that era but at the same time could have maybe stepped up a little higher I'm, again I'm not so sure how we can fix fix a film like this because it's it's a decent watch at the very least and
1: I don't think it needs any fixing I think it's exactly what it needed to be but I think I guess what you guys are kind of saying is like you kind of wanted more especially from a name like gareth evans definitely yeah, i think it's
0: because of the name we've attached to it in that way
1: and what we've known him he's capable of
0: yeah so i think if we didn't know who had directed it maybe it would be a bit more I'm like interested. glowing with pr- glowing with praise you think kinda. So? maybe it's it's kind of hard to tell because trying to pick it apart there's nothing wrong with the movie mm. like maybe it's a little bit too long maybe you know some of the performances could have been slightly tighter but overall like there's nothing wrong or bad or sloppy with this movie yeah but at the same time there's nothing which is making me go oh my god this movie really affected me
1: yeah okay I mean I would say also you know I think I'm the reverse of you where it's like because I know it was Gareth Evans I was kind of like expecting better things but because I didn't get like something that was visceral or brutal it's like i'm a bit more forgiving yeah like because to me basically all i want to see <laughs> yeah. him do is the raid 3 yeah like take it up to that obvious evolution like where else can you go with this because i'm pretty sure Iku uwai is i mean he's doing well right now i oh, mean yeah. he started the in mile 22, and he was yeah. in what well, the night comes for us
0: yeah
1: yeah but you know of course he was also in star wars as you yeah. know random pirate number five yeah <laughs> But you know like Okay Gareth I think you need to get this Out of your system Or maybe you want to Kind of like uh, Diversify the resume A little
0: bit Which is fine Good. Which is no, fine Go, yeah, go for three. it yeah. No, yeah. Go, go make rate 3 please Like maybe his visa expired And he just has to wait For it to come back before no, he, he can go back No he's married to uh, His wife So there. yeah he's oh, In he? Asian yeah. citizen,
1: oh. right So this is, this is like One of ours Striking out on its own In a weird way Yes <laughs> Kinda like, All the way from Asia Via Wales yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like when Wes Craven did Music of the Heart. Like he just needed to get that out of his system before retiring, I guess. Yeah, I
1: agree. No, I mean like every director probably has that one movie they need to get out of their system. I mean, just think of like George Miller who had to get Babe out of his system before he did Mad Max. Yeah, there you (laughs) go. The only difference is that
0: Babe was a fantastic
2: movie. There you go. (laughs) That, That was like... Uh, there were two films Based on Babe
0: Babe 2 right? was even better Babe 2 was amazing Really really good <laughs> yeah, There you go I didn't yeah. expect
1: <laughs> To like that movie As much as I did <laughs> It's like yeah.
0: You know uh, Road Warrior Mad Max Babe Big the no,
1: city uh, Road Warrior Mad Max uh, Beyond Underdome Did he yeah. do that
0: one? I think he did Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. Witches yeah, you of Eastwick yeah. Oh yeah yeah
1: And then I think there was one more Than Babe
0: Babe <laughs> Babe pick in the city happy, Nothing 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 Happy Feet Happy Feet yeah he did Happy Feeds <laughs> Which is also Quite oh, yeah. a <laughs> kids movie It's like And yeah. then we're like Okay maybe he's lost his touch it's a lot oh, of really? kids films He has to do to get out I think system. like <laughs> Babe was the first
1: movie He ever wrote When he was like a, like I think a teenager or something And like that's the dream movie He's always wanted which, to make
0: Which you know Sucks because He of- had
1: to make Mad Max To make Babe If you think about it <laughs> Which is like such a Nobody's <laughs> yeah.
0: the other way around To get your funding
1: I don't know yeah, I mean like, you yeah. could also say the same thing for like somebody like Sam Raimi Oh, I had to make Evil Dead movies before I could do Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or you can say the same about Peter Jackson oh I need to make all these ridiculous I need to make gory- Dead
0: Alive or Raindeads before I can make Lord of the Rings I had of to make rings. Meet yeah. the
1: Feebles so I could <laughs> bankroll <laughs> Lord of the Rings
2: see when you put it to, to perspective yeah. yeah some guys just need to get their you know get your dream project I mean, out you know? it's kind of or... like
0: finding out that Wes Anderson made seven no, which is not
1: it's kind of like finding out that uh, Stanley Kubrick what did he do to be a, f- a filmmaker oh yeah he made Spartacus <laughs> 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 actually no he did The Killing or Paths of Glory The Killing and then Spartacus Spartacus I think was his third movie and then like oh and then the career happened <laughs>
0: Yeah. so okay there you go um, final thoughts boys uh, this is I would say a solid 6 out of 10
2: yeah i agree six yeah it's six for me too it's yeah it's i mean good, but we've
0: not you know. been you know uh sharing with praise but honestly it's good yeah <laughs> people should go see it it's, it's, it's on that, netflix it's, yeah. yeah it's it's just because like there's nothing that's making me go oh my god i love this which is why i'm being a bit muted but you know don't take it as a sign that it's a bad movie
1: well so um how about you mr Buffy?
2: Yeah, same rating actually. Although I'm a bit surprised that a lot of other critics did give it a much higher rating. Like it's like they yeah, haven't seen... proposed. I, no I think a lot of reviewers yes.
0: are closer towards my age and maybe they haven't, you know, delved into the back catalogue of Hammer. Although I would say Wicker Man is one of those movies which you do need to see. Yeah. It's one of yeah. the best movies I've ever made. Yeah. Definitely. So there's a person who hasn't seen it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you've seen the remake. No or I al- haven't. I think a lot clips. of us I've have seen, seen the scene. remake. You've seen, seen, seen the seen clips. The scene. <laughs> Please, okay. When we're recommending the, re- the Wicker Man, don't watch the Nicolas Cage version. Yeah, It's the 1983... Watch the original one. 70. Yeah.
2: Seventy-five. Seven, oh yeah, it? it was in the it? 70s. It was made in the 70s. Okay.
1: Okay, one of the yeah. creepiest movies ever. Okay, so um, going from uh, period pieces and Welsh accents, we're going all the way to uh, World War II. World
0: War II? <laughs> yeah, from the blustery winds of uh, North Wales to the dead silence of Northern France. Yes.
1: Northern France, yes. yes. Okay, so you are going to be talking about uh, J.J. Abrams produced, uh, Julius Avery directed The Overlord, which has been uh, out in the cinemas for about a week or two.
0: Uh, came out uh, about last a week few day- Yeah, last week came out i think two weeks ago it has a States. very
1: limited run here in singapore because only cathay has picked it up so uh, you, you have to
0: go in golden village yeah oh, i wow. had to go to bishan
1: yeah i had to go all the way to town i had to go all the way to orchard just to watch uh overlord and you know what it is what? worth watching with a good sound system
0: oh yeah Especially the mm. first 20 minutes of this movie yes. is fantastic Ooh. with 7.1 surround.
1: Oh, definitely.
2: Maybe set some context before we okay.
0: start.
1: It's context for this movie? It's a Let's world, th- try. It's yeah. a World
0: War Two movie with zombies. There you go. That's your context. <laughs> you okay. know what?
1: I can even do better. Nazi zombies. There, there you, you go. go. Call of Duty. <laughs> it's Call of Duty DLC.
0: <laughs> basically. And okay. I have to say... Um, the opening is great because not only is it bombastic and crazy, it's also pretty damn authentic to the actual experience of being in one of those troop carrier planes having to jump during, you know.
1: Yeah,
2: where well, not many of these planes actually make it
0: Oh out. no, they're slow like, as fuck. And, you know, flat cannons yeah. are pretty accurate.
1: You've not seen Memphis Bell, huh?
0: I have seen Memphis Bell. Mm, okay. Yeah. No, this it it is not something new, but I feel like this is the first time we've got, like,. You know Modern I mean like Once the Sound design
1: One of the When when all the Engines exploded And it just slams a guy Across to the other side Yeah and then you see
0: like Half his body fall off As well because Yeah he slammed hard Into a sheared metal
1: Because you have to understand You know it's like Ever since Saving Private Ryan? Yep. War Gore. War Gore. Yeah. That's the name of my new, yeah, of my new band. It's, like yes. it's
0: mandated to have at least one gruesome it, opening in every uh, war movie made since nineteen ninety. But this isn't
1: a war movie if you think about it. it.
0: It is and it isn't. Like, I wouldn't say that because the thing is right, it's
1: set in... I mean, the war movie is the framework. In essence, it's a schlocky B horror movie.
2: But it, it's a big, great horror film with some, with quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, I mean, it,
1: it pays tribute to a lot of those direct-to-VHS kind of '80s fare. I mean, um, oh, there's so many examples I can think of, but I can't think of one right now. Shit. But I mean, if if you got uh, your,
2: you can just bring up, you can just bring up Grindhouse or Dust. Dawn. I mean, yeah,
1: Grindhouse, Dust Dawn. Movies that definitely seem like you know what, this doesn't seem to be making a lot of sense. I'll just go with it. But also at the same time, um, like, uh, I mean, I would not call this a war movie at all it's basically you know a, a, a bunch of soldiers on a mission get sidelined by evil mad scientist plans.
2: <laughs> true in a in a, in a tiny yeah. french but universe. it still
0: has yeah. that kind of eagle has landed kind of vibe going yeah. where it's it, a small it, group of soldiers that, yeah. on a very important mission against the odds
1: but that's what i'm saying is like you how would you describe dusk dawn is it a western or is it a vampire movie
0: it's a vampire western
1: movie. Okay, but this is—I mean—vampire western movie. It's a—it's a movie that has two very distinct personalities. So I mean, as bipolar as that sounds, um,
2: uh, yeah. Not really. If you perform, if you do it really well, and I feel Overlord actually makes that. I mean, that would you think really of this well, as like...
1: a war movie? I mean, it, it does have very Dirty Dozen kind of vibes. Like it definitely reminds me of movies like Cross of Iron, especially with the way there's a lot of interaction with the German uh, soldiers and then like once you get into the lab it's like oh now it's a different movie all of a sudden
2: yeah it's got shades of that but at the same time I appreciate the change of pace for what it what it what what it is and change everything. of pace like, in what sense it. Uh, basically like from how they actually are holed up in the village at the start yeah. you know like trying to like it feels like inglorious bastards and right? Yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> in a way yes yes yeah and all of a sudden hey okay we had this sci-fi B grade um, <laughs> style thing we gotta do <laughs> I with guess, all these uh, little teases and everything going on. It doesn't necessarily
0: blend for me, if okay. you get it. So I feel like there's two movies happening in parallel at certain points. Okay, I see. Especially in the final third where you have the zombie finale happening and then you have the war finale. Mm. It's like...
2: Mm-hmm. I guess so, yeah. I
0: so it, Maybe, maybe the... I was just expecting the wrong kind of movie for what I saw. Okay. So the fault might be on me, but that's just... I was kind of feeling like there was something not quite mixing.
1: I would say, I, okay, I know what you're talking about, because it feels like it does have your very uh, standard startup for like any other war movie. It felt like uh, you know, like a, like a Man on a Mission kind of movie. And then it kind of, it doesn't really converge properly into the horror movie, but basically... It's just
0: kind of like, bah, zombies are here. Yeah, huh? it,
1: it retains, because what I'm saying is that, you know, like if I was to be in that situation... It's like at first, okay, you know, it's already butt-clenchingly like terrifying to be in the like behind enemy lines, and I'm on a mission with only like barely a handful of my actual troop, right? And yeah. then the zombies happen, and most of them are like, huh, <laughs> zombies? Yeah, that's that that's a yeah. no, that we go, that's that's happening right yeah. now.
0: Funnily <laughs> enough, only the black guy is like, oh my god, that zombies <laughs> <This> is terrifying. <laughs>
1: Everybody seems to be really sticking to the tropes. Every, everybody's <laughs> just looking at like the zombie. I mean, I wouldn't say. I mean, shall we spoil this? Nah, let's not spoil this. I would also say like you know when the zombies thing happened, everybody was like, yeah, we need to handle that too, huh? <laughs> yeah, that
2: yeah, yeah. Kinda yeah like... We kind of need to actually have a finale, you know, like a like the second
1: and, and third. I, act I think that's what I'm trying to there. get. It is like it's not intentionally trying to be silly. But, but like, there are you, definitely moments. It, it's it's
0: it's
2: all done with a straight face, yeah, which I it.
1: totally <laughs> respect because you can't just do this kind of movie any other way because if you start to hammer it up and say like, "Oh, we got to kill the zombies, why for America," or you know, like, "No, don't do yeah, that." They'll be that will be dumb. You know? Yeah. Okay, but also at dumb. the same time, I would say um it's the kind of movie where it's juggling a lot of things. Yeah. And you know, why I appreciate uh this movie thoroughly is basically because, you know what? similar to Apostle yeah it pulled off what it intended to do
0: yeah look I am extremely happy that movies like this exist that they get major funding from you know J.J. Abrams yeah like someone who knows (laughs) that's Star Wars money sir yeah absolutely
2: yeah the bad robot production so you know
0: I'm I'm more than thrilled that this is the thing that happened but with the budget that was given and you know the experienced hand that is J.J. Abrams and his production team Mm. I feel like they finished just before the finish line.
1: I see. Like this came one- out short.
0: Yeah, like in the in a thousand meter sprints, I, they feel like they collapsed just at the nine hundred mark. I think we get the analogy, yeah. sir. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to hammer uh, it home.
2: We def- we definitely know which bit we're talking about.
1: We're talking about how so. lackluster the finale kind of seems to both you guys.
2: Yeah, it's more like uh, it could have gone bigger in that yeah. sense. Since so seeing that it just introdu- it brought in that zombie element we talked about earlier. Yeah, and on. I think
0: that's also because. You know, there are only four or five protagonists, as it were. And I feel like uh, good zombie movies work when you have a bit more uh, meat for the grinder, as it were. Okay, yeah. Like You have more people to succumb. Or bite. you need to have more like the general chaos that you get from, say, World War Z. Sorry, World War Z for American listeners.
1: <laughs> Thank you, American listeners.
0: <laughs> All 12 of you. Do I you think.
1: call him JZ? Or Jay Z. I
0: call him Jay Z because he's American.
1: <laughs> Do you call him fifty P or decent?
0: Well actually he's twenty five. So I gotta P, ask you guys yeah. to, uh, So I gotta ask
2: you guys um who are your stand-up performances? Like which actors I would you like say the two role?
0: leads. Um uh, Wyatt Russell as the corporal. Like mm, Yes. Ford, I, that's I definitely bought him as the guy definitely struggling with his inner demons.
2: And also one guy who knows basically how to lead his company through even the worst yeah, of times as well which like, he did just yeah. in
0: his eyes in the first five minutes of the movie when they're doing the introduction pan I, this, this yep. is a guy who has seen some shit he's able to convey it without like I saw some shit it's like you just see it in just his entire body language
2: yeah you don't have, you have to say it that's just basically
1: good so direction. he's acting with his eyes is that it's what you're saying yeah
0: absolutely with okay. his beautiful beautiful <laughs> blue eyes
1: <laughs> and who's the other lead
0: uh, Jovan Adepo ah, okay uh, that's Boyce yeah, Boyce. yeah. Um, and yeah he was definitely uh, a good find I would say I don't think I've ever seen him before although he looks kind of I actually
2: buy his evolution from uh, you know like a meek private to like a guy who has finally seen shit the real shit. oh he was
0: in Fences he was in Mother Uh, I tried to not think about Mother
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think he was the son in Fences right the one who came back from the war which is why he looks so good in uniform oh (laughs) yes then again
0: and I guess the other big standout is uh, Pillow Azbek
2: yeah that's Waffner the bad the what's at the, no,
1: the, the SS- which Greyjoy is right. him again?
0: Euron Greyjoy Euron Greyjoy, Euron Greyjoy. The, the crazy, crazy uncle the crazy one yeah because Vectarian doesn't exist in uh, the HBO series mm. <laughs> okay um,
2: yeah this is, that guy's pretty intense from beginning oh yeah no,
0: uh, he's I'm a guy sure. who is buying this villain role and very well actually he's enjoying yes, he, himself he the- maybe a little bit too much
2: which is fine because we need villains who can I mean they ham it up without you know being too I mean I would say this for even with his face I
0: mean I would definitely
1: say this right? if you're gonna do a a Nazi zombie movie you gotta ham it up (laughs) absolutely you gotta go really over the top with this and the thing is this is
0: not a place for nuanced um
1: this this is in a documentary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're not telling this. We're not telling the story of the fall of the third rank here. No, yeah, the and rank.
0: they do a good job of making sure you never feel any sympathy for him whatsoever from the beginning yeah, of yeah. the movie, or from the beginning of his introduction. Like, okay, I'm looking forward to see how you die. Yes, yes,
2: and how he, you know, gets, you know, how he eventually gets killed off anyway. Like all these bad guys. Oh, do yeah, anyway. no, we get to
0: see him die two or three times, well, like the death scene kind of thing
1: thrice he dies thrice yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um but like everyone else was okay
2: i don't mind everyone else i mean i mean they're okay but at the same time side, side characters per se as supporting i mean roles. Like, um, uh, for mathilde olivier uh, uh olivier, right? french <laughs>
0: woman yeah she was okay
2: yeah french woman and john margaro tibet the oh you guy. mean
0: uh budget joe pasquale yes yes <laughs> yeah he also looks oh yeah he was in a big short okay
1: i mean like he's the kind of talkative uh, italian guy right
0: uh yeah mm-hmm. like okay. you know walking stereotype and uh yeah. the other ones like uh chase uh was yeah he served a role so so did dawson until he stepped on a landmine which was probably the best movie death <laughs> just one minute he's there would, one minute he's not
1: i would say best landmine death in the film oh for sure <laughs> like Can't even, think of anything even else.
0: better than uh, steve coogan in uh tropic thunder
1: oh yeah he did get dispatched with a landminder yeah okay uh how about you mr toffee what are your favorite performances
2: Uh, i'll definitely have to go with fort that's for sure i mean again again like i just chipped into what tom was saying like basically he's that guy who just pulled through an entire war after seeing so many battles and participating in so many company fights and everything um yeah i think that's about it i mean from the beginning to the end it all just worked out really well I mean you know up to the final part well
1: I mean performances wise I think everybody just did what they had to do yeah I mean, I mean there uh,
0: were some standouts which is good but overall it was just kind of like alright this is the movie you're in we're not making any allusions to like you know what this is trying to be just you know I mean have fun
1: I, I wouldn't say
2: I mean this is the movie that doesn't need to go that deep yeah. anyway When it takes, I mean again it's just like it serves its purpose it has characters bonding per se I mean you know, I mean, you see Jovan, Adepo and Mathilde, You know the way they I talk, deal. everything. At least they, they, at least at least they don't ham it up. And I mean, too much. You know, it's just done in that way, in that kind of realistic setting where it's just people just trying to bond despite the shit they had to go through.
0: Yeah, and it was fun uh, hearing an American guy try to speak in French. Oh, yes, <laughs> such a heavily accented attempt. Why, why
1: would he need a realistic accent? If he's just a guy who speaks a bit of French.
0: I, I'm just saying that you know. And he did say
1: he's from Louisiana, so he's got that American French.
0: Well, his mother's from uh, Haiti. His grandmother's from Haiti. So he has had his ex- her accent. Well, no, but it's still heavily Americanized. Like, I'm just saying that I. He is he American, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I. I like hearing butchered um, foreign languages. Sure, mm, okay. sure. And on that note, <laughs> sure. Now
2: the set pieces and all of that, like the action bits. I mean, we all agree. Again, the intro itself was really great. But any standouts from your side, without spoiling too much?
0: I mean, I liked um, the hand grenade, hello, when uh, that lieutenant uh, rode it on the oh door.
2: yes, I remember when they that, stormed yes, the church, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: In the last part. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, we waited slightly longer than I think we needed to to have you know the explosion happen, but. It was satisfying and like uh, the final uh, you know uh, machine gun fight was also you know executed well but i mean compared to other movie uh you know sorry war movies that i can think of it's you know not really peaking anything that i've seen before
2: i guess i'm gonna have to go with the final i guess the final fight that happens you know it's just you expect this but you know with the, with the with the with the right amount of characters as well as you know the when the French lady escaped from the other zombie you know and all that stuff that happened that actually worked out really well and I also appreciate the build up mm. like when Boyce entered the cast like the the church for the first time when he had to when he accidentally went to the yeah. dead power bodies and had to go through the lab itself and rescue some guys
0: yeah there was there was some nice Cronenberg shit oh, going yeah, on but, I have to that's say actually not bad when. Uh, the first time when he goes in, trying just when he's going through the, the body twitching. Okay, like maybe maybe not the body crazy bags.
2: Cronenberg you know, like the fly or you know double. Oh. What's the other one movie called again? Double something,
1: right? Naked lunch. lunch. Thank you. Another one. Yes. <laughs> or Videodrome, or that's yeah, proper. Not as Cronenberg crazy as that,
2: but you know what we saw, serviceable as it is. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the the woman especially was kind of like, okay, this is well done.
1: That's very Marzatex to me. Yeah. <laughs> I giggled a bit when I saw it. <laughs> and I was like, oh this is yeah, that's I cool. guess going to <laughs> go I mean
0: it wasn't on a chihuahua but you know it was close enough.
1: No but I did like the reaction it was like huh <laughs> What's going on? It's
0: like some crazy shit here.
1: I mean like set pieces wise for me nothing really stood out. I mm. mean it, everything felt very familiar and everything. But you could tell like, that I mean, was already that
2: like um, that budget already there. Like everything just I mean it's dark but
1: I wouldn't even blame it on the budget I would just say that I mean if you've seen enough schlocky B-grade horror action movies especially when you have something with Nazi zombies involved I mean I mean yeah it's exactly what I was expecting and most of the time I felt to myself like you know what they're they're pulling this off really well and the only thing I can say is that it has a very nice polish on top of everything because it could be that J.J. Abrams Star Wars money It's 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 definitely that bankrolling all of this right because there is a certain I mean there's a certain charm to all those crappy 80s like action movies where you know the way people would flip over when explosions happened or the way like you know when you go into a secret lab and the mad scientist really needed to ham it up with the practical effects and and everything yeah so like it's kind of interesting to watch something like this which is grounded and like they kept the real I don't even say realism. They I would kept, say
0: they kept the fighting realistic until we had the big zombie beatdown. Yeah, the even end.
1: even that looked kind of like yeah, that, looked, that didn't it didn't become like a stupid yeah, it wasn't fight. as ob- it like wasn't too overpowered guys. I
2: mean, it's sort of teetering at that edge, but not really.
1: And that's the contention I have with this entire movie because like you had so many opportunities to go over the top, but you decided not to. And I didn't know if it was like the choice of the director or whether it was I don't no, think it was budget definitely constraints not much. I mean you could definitely you could have asked JJ like hey we need more money I want like I want my Nazi zombies to fly now so we're gonna have to give them bad <laughs> wings he's <it's> like sure <laughs> go for it you know I mean the only thing that I wanna say is like thank you JJ Abrams for not forcing this to be part of the yeah, Clue none of that mystery yeah, I mean, that would have been annoying or even yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not,
0: There was that conspiracy theory going on that they said it was going to be a secret Cloverfield. Oh my God! Stop visiting those websites, Tom. Please. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't visit it at all. I just I saw someone mention it on Facebook, and I said, Well, regardless,
2: we're Regardless, we're happy that it's not part of some silly Cloverfield
0: tie-in
1: but I had that at the back of my throat most of the time it's like okay when are they gonna like reel this in like oh maybe the black tar is the reason we have all these giant like monsters
0: yeah, at least this is not the CCU yeah <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And,
1: and because the thing is like a lot of these JJ Abrams produced affair right is basically oh it's Cloverfield something yeah. but you know what okay I'm glad okay I mean I didn't know that there were conspiracy theories already around this
0: Uh, I mean it was just something that someone mentioned I think someone read it and Because people love conspiracy theories. I I think we have better
2: times to spend on rather than going there.
0: Yeah, like there was even an interview with uh, Julius Avery and uh, Wyatt and they asked him, is this a Cloverfield movie? And he said,
1: no. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I didn't pay attention to that.
2: That's a response, is it?
1: Because basically like I mean that's the thing I have that, 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 When I was watching this movie Most of the time I was just sitting there thinking Okay when is the That big thing gonna happen You know what I mean? Yeah Because like everything was going Like according to Paces And I was Okay this is fine This is enjoyable This is satisfactory So when is the big Plot twist reveal And it didn't happen <laughs> I was like Oh And I mean Not to say that I mean I agree with you guys When I say that This movie had so many opportunities To go over the top And decided not to and even if it did go over the top you know we would appreciate yeah, it yeah anything. i guess i guess because yeah. i mean like you ended it with just basically the that final fight between the two characters and basically yeah you know the man on the mission movie they do they pull off the mission yeah, yeah kind of I, I mean not really a spoiler because like they were sent there to destroy this church but because basically it had some sort of a tower that was like it was blocking or, air yeah, communication it was yeah and it was necessary to take that out so that the plane like they could have so
0: that they could have air support for the D-Day landings yeah there you go so it's actually uh, fun fact Overlord was the name of the uh, overall mm. mission Prussian Overlord is the name for the D-Day landings
1: cool so <laughs> thank you there from History Corner again uh, hey but, I've
0: been on fire with all my history uh, shit this episode uh, okay okay that's uh, good cool. good to know good to know <laughs> so, this is the wrong one more <laughs> you know no no we, we appreciate it for all your history but, I mean it's
2: good that they tried your best to blend in the super uh, not supernatural the the, the, the be great the the, the the science fictional be great stuff with something a little bit realistic a like part of history you know yeah, I
0: mean, apart from you know ending with that stupid rap song <laughs> at the end that really pissed me off for some reason I think it felt right it felt apt in a way end, right? <laughs> oh, okay.
2: for that kind of show
0: and because they're playing that that uh, standard blues beat and it's like that would have been a fine way to end this movie not you know add some
1: and because the rap is popular now
0: yeah, pretty much yeah
1: so I, w- I will say this also um, so let's just do this properly if you wanted this movie to end what would you have done instead boys
0: I would have had at least one zombie escape and then have it end with the D-Day landings and they like they all storm the beach it's definitely quiet like where where are the Germans and then you just see like this tidal wave of undead uh, Nazis just storm them how about you, Mister Toffee? I like I like
2: to see a final standoff with the French village and the on- oncoming zombie horde, more or less. Like, and then just as soon as they're about to lose their shit or about to die, then the de- then the then the planes start coming in. Finally, you know, because air support didn't yeah. come in late. Oh, it? Say- like a like a final standoff. So at the kind of like
0: a Saving Private Ryan moment, but with the zombies. Yes, yes, I would have loved yeah, that. Yeah. Too. Actually, that would, be cool. <laughs> that would have been pretty yeah, cool. That would have been pretty. That would be pretty
2: cool. Yes, Thank, thanks. Thanks for bringing it up. I would say also, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh,
1: I think. The problem is the trailer left so away... much to the imagination. We were kind of expecting, oh, okay. And then when you watch the yeah, movie, it's it like, oh, then... it's what the trailer showed us.
2: <laughs> yeah, may- maybe the mar- marketing should have just toned I down don't on know. the
1: reveal. Literally, it, just I would even
0: well. say... it was a very well-made trailer. It sold the movie. It
1: convinced us at least to go watch it.
0: Yeah, but then the yeah. key of making a good trailer is that you don't leave in the best parts. Yeah, This, the, this trailer did.
1: I wouldn't even say live in the best parts. I would say, like, when you watch the trailer, you thought, oh, it was hinting at something. And when you yeah. see how they just quickly wrapped up things in the actual movie, it's like, It was really oh.
0: na- a nice, neat bow, as if they were saying, we don't have I money mean, there to pay was a
1: scene where you see them release the super soldiers and, like, okay, this is going to be fun.
0: Oh, and oh, it's just one, and he gets burnt to. Um, no, it's a
1: few. They opened that cage, yeah. and then all these guys started walking out, remember? There's a whole really? bunch of these Nazi super soldiers. Oh, yeah, yeah, but then, yeah, they all get blown And then, up. like, basically, uh, the hero decides to, like, you know what, go on without me, I'll stay behind and hold them off. And it's, like, basically, you know, that scene in Aliens where, like, oh, they left him with a grenade, or in this case, TNT. Or oh, was it C4? Uh, C4. Uh,
0: it, was,
1: uh, it was explosives C4. or something I mean, There's Sorry.
0: also that, that part where they're saying, like, you know, our side shouldn't have this technology either. This kind of like hinting at, you know, Operation Paperclip and all the. Uh, covert shit that the US did up this or World War.
1: basically is like, you know yeah, what, right. this guy, he's a hero. Yeah, no, I mean, you thought that he didn't care about anybody, he does care.
0: He's but a goddamn yeah, he American hero,
1: he's a he's a he's, a, <laughs> he's among our finest.
0: Like, the only way it could have been better is if he started singing a, a star spangled banger as a uh, banger, he, <laughs> <laughs> you star spangled banner as he blew himself up.
1: I'm imagining a very well decorated sausage now, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you English people call it bangers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the star
2: spangled banner and mash <laughs> it means something like that scene from a uh, kingsman 2 right yeah so even kingsman had yeah. better payoff than this movie yeah no no
0: kingsman
1: 2
2: that 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 one had the be, of one
1: of the best payoffs because basically let's blow up the whole world sure oh, yeah to land of hope and glory yes. you know and the it was,
0: best musical synchronization and it's it
1: like when i was watching this i was like
0: ah oh and
1: okay and it's over cool and then like, they didn't even they didn't even do the cocktease thing where as we were doing the epilogue scene and everybody was just like talking to each other like you know what uh, we're, we're all gonna be fine we're all moving to C company blah 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 and then it just ends it's like I was hoping to be at least one zombie appear or something <laughs> Like, yeah, just I the can kind double,
0: of. You just see, like, one eye open or something. I want
1: a sequel bit or something. It's like, yeah. okay, maybe, you know, this is actually part of something you know, bigger. Yeah, yeah,
2: Speaking yeah, of which, it... I think this deserves a sequel. Hopefully, this movie gets its money and more.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at us. We normally complain about sequel baiting and unnecessary sequels, and here we are asking for yeah. a sequel. Especially no, I think it has so much potential because yeah. when sequel
1: bait happens nowadays, it's basically like probably what's going to happen at the end the crimes of uh, Grim the Wall is like oh here we have young Voldemort haha and it's like yeah, yeah we, all, we all we all we all we all expected yeah, yeah. that yeah. you know whereas something like this is like okay you've been kind of uh you know flying kind of close to the ground with this one you know you're not going for a lofty ambition so where's the big payoff and then I was like, at least at the end uh, in the end final scene is like Like, you know, they're all just relaxing and, like, you know, they're playing poker. Wait, and then they look to the distance. What's that coming this way? We turn and then you just see something and, like, then you end. It's like, okay, at least I got (laughs) that, you know? I I wouldn't say it would improve the movie. I would say it's, like, okay, fine. You know, okay, you're setting up a world. I can be a little bit more forgiving.
0: I mean, we might get a sequel or we might get, like, more of an anthology thing where we have other, like you know, moments in history... Where, where these super where, soldiers I mean, are being made zombies. and where
2: the super serum is made. That would actually be pretty cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. But I thought it, it was, the, it was the, the the doctor in the lab yeah. who made it, right? Yeah, but he died. And he died. And like... like,
0: he was not mad scientist enough. He was kind of just like a boring German doctor. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I mean, I don't think he's supposed <laughs> like, to speak or anything. There was
1: no camera actually focused on... I mean... Give me a shot where like, you know, basically as a uh, young boy is like storming the lab and he's on his mini rescue mission and it just give, you know what would have been, would have improved this movie? Like that would have been, okay, oh shit, here we go. Is like basically he's fighting uh, like, you know, the crazy, uh, the, the, the doctor or maybe even big German guy appears and then he drops the serum into like <laughs> some sewer or something and
0: Oh, yeah, pollutes the groundwater. And
1: now every Okay, you know what? All of Northern France. Northern all Sundays. of France <laughs> is like, yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, that, or something yeah, like that. Work, because it's like... Work, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm thinking of something along the lines of like, ima- uh, imagine the the closing of uh, Batman Begins when they've just released the Fear Toxin all over Gotham. Yeah. And the, and like you can do it on a budget, you can do it to scale, but at least give me that sense of like oh hey all hell yeah, is yeah the stakes have been raised now, and everything you know yeah
0: yeah especially since i feel like this is one of the better interpretations of a zombie we've seen in a while why so it's just because they seem to definitely still have a sense of sentience but it's more like they're confused and angry rather than you know just ravenously hungry or yeah. Because I think I'm kind of sick of the Walking Dead kind of zombie. I but that's been. Pit- I think this is more. I think yeah. these Before. are less
2: zombies and more undead super, sol- super, yeah, super soldiers. Super soldiers. That's what they're going for.
0: Yeah. So I kind of enjoyed it when uh, one of the Americans was reanimated. Mm. That was a pretty good tense scene, which was also kind of funny.
1: Yeah, but it didn't give me that oh shit moment. You know what I mean? No. It's but
0: again, because we saw it in the trailer. Yeah. So yeah, like...
1: I blame the trailer. It, it promised yeah. so much and it delivered exactly what it showed us. I think a
2: lot of <laughs> trailers have been doing that for ill, definitely. Like just put the best parts, attract the people and it turns out, yeah, those were the best parts from the final film and why did you spoil it? You know, you gotta this is the marketing team and you know, production teams like not really instinct. I mean, but each that's other. been
1: going on since like Batman Returns, Yeah, Batman, yeah. like okay, maybe
2: later than that, I guess.
1: Um no, I mean Batman Returns was very famous for spoiling all the action bits. Yeah, in the yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, and nobody realized that Batman Returns was basically oh the love story of Batman <laughs> and Catwoman. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure.
2: Like the best trailer like... is still Jurassic Park. You don't know what the heck how these dinosaurs look like until you saw the, the, the saw the film. You know, that that art of trailers like kind of gone already. Unfortunately.
1: I mean, I avoid trailers at all costs nowadays. Usually, whenever there's a film release, I just Kinda go for it And hopefully yeah. You know <laughs> Throw the dice that way
0: I mean actually One of the best trailers I've ever seen Was for Prometheus Yeah It was a very very good trailer For Yeah it, 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 Ooh, it didn't say much yeah, movie. It didn't
2: say much Which is good You know like It sets expectations
0: yeah. I mean The movie didn't say much either <laughs> Unfortunately but You know It didn't tell do?
2: people That yeah You can actually walk sideways To run away from a giant Rolling thing <laughs>
1: yeah. Actually you know what Still best trailer ever The Matrix Oh yeah you watch that trailer and you see what could what the possibility is, and then you actually watch actually watch the movie. Mind like, blowing Wow, yes, <laughs> like they can do shit like this now, huh? Special effects, yeah. hello.
0: So, reading us back in before we really go off on a tangent, I think it's time for final thoughts.
1: It's the uh, yeah,
0: same 6.10 yeah, 6
2: for me I'm a bit more forgiving Maybe I, I kind of like it for what it is Like you know There's a bit of A few heartfelt moments here and there Couple with really good action Although again We need we need more of this lah You know we need a bigger payoff I'll also give it a 7 out of 10 I'll be a bit more generous My side. 7
1: yeah, okay. out of 10 the
0: thing is, I think it's I liked I saw as well I, I definitely had fun in the cinema Yeah me too I'm but, not saying yeah, it's yeah.
1: terrible I'm just saying it's fine
0: But It's kind of like eating A big bag of popcorn I'm enjoying myself while I'm having a popcorn, but once I finish, you am kind of like, Yeah, that's, that's it. about it. That's yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> Alright.
2: Like,
0: okay. It's style, and it's pretty, and it's gory, and it's fun, but there's not a substance behind it, which makes me think, ooh, this is, you know, something exciting and different and fun.
1: I mean, like, yeah, just like Apostle. Could yeah. have been
0: better. So, two kind of like, eh, movies. But I gotta so ask you both, more right, l- since
2: you guys gave the two films a review, you guys since give the same two reviews the same kind of scores like which would you actually lean towards to like Apostle or overlord if
1: overlord, i had yeah. to choose one definitely overlord yeah overlord o- was
0: o- overlord was fun apostle was fine <laughs> yeah it's like interesting interesting but i wasn't like i'm really enjoying uh, watching this
1: yeah same here i would definitely i mean if you had to choose one Okay, if you had the cash, go and watch Overlord in the cinemas. If you already have subscribed to Netflix, you know, Apostle is there. Yeah, if I mean, you want to like, check it out.
0: Everyone has Netflix, whether they pay for it or they're just, you know, Leeching
1: being off a parasite
0: a for some other friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah alright, alright.
1: You know, but anyway, here's to hopefully maybe more Nazi zombie movies. I mean, it's a, it's a genre that's to yeah. be explored.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been done to death in uh, video yeah. games. To death, to death hey.
1: on
2: video games.
0: Hey, <laughs> a- yeah. finger yes. guns, finger guns. Actually, yeah, I wouldn't mind if they just uh, made the zombie mode of Call of Duty into a movie. Yeah. Like, you don't even really need a plot, just like. I-, I
1: think that's what people are kind of expecting. Yeah, I mean, like. There's... That's I
0: think, what I was expecting.
1: I mean, it's not doing very well on the. Like, I think Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic is like, it's getting just very lukewarm kind of. It's like...
0: still fresh, but only just.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, like, it's fine, but I'm pretty sure that this is the kind of movie that. Yeah, it... I mean, you'll yeah. forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> very good.
0: This is not going to be in anyone's top ten list for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I think I mean we can yep, wrap up we this can. episode right now. Yes. Yeah. So on that note, okay, uh, that ends our Halloween horror spectacular yes, we dawn. Finally, uh, we should be entering the Halloween. Uh, <laughs> season I mean like people always like say uh, you're late to the party like no party's still
2: no, going no, for us we, we just like to <laughs> yeah. extend the uh, festivities of Halloween
0: yeah Wendy arsehole who arrives at a, at a new year's eve party at 11.55 with a big case of air saying just getting started <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so anyway okay this has been uh, what was that again or oh, detective Shafi
0: <laughs> I've been uh, doubting a certain Mr. Toffee and we're all signing out